0: It's six and a half minutes past twelve. Welcome to your Wednesday edition of Midday Live here on SFM 104 to 107. My name is Bongi Kuala with you till one this afternoon. Uh, there's a report that has just re- revealed that more than 500 service delivery protests had been reported in Gauteng alone over the past three months. Now, the University of Johannesburg here in uh, South Africa has just released the f- their findings on on, uh, on uh, research into the relationship between protests and elections. So we'll be looking at that. We'll be talking to Professor uh, Peter Alexander from the University of Johannesburg about uh, that story. But we ask this hour, please, SMS us 34701 at Kuala B News at SAFM Midday Live. Really, the march by uh, the DA, they march for real jobs is what they're saying Uh, they're marching to uh, the Bayes-Nordia Square in Johannesburg originally uh, the route was to take them to the ANC's uh, headquarters the Lutuli House and of course that has since changed, what do you make of that? Uh, Is this uh, an act of uh, provocation as uh, says uh, the Youth uh, Young Communist League and um, Zwandi Lemassina National Convener of the African National Congress Youth League or really the DA is uh, pushing and pressing a point home Uh, What do you make of that? 34701 is the number to SMS2. All right, it's uh, all happening right now, and it's live on television, and it's live in downtown Johannesburg. Thousands of ANC and DA supporters have converged on the Johannesburg CBD, where the DA's jobs march is underway. DA party supporters are leaving from uh, the Westgate Transport Hub on the outskirts of uh, the CBD to the Bears No Dear Square, opposite the ANC Lutuli House headquarters. They have uh, been uh, transported in over 50 buses. The party, which expects 6,000 supporters to participate in the march, will hand over a memorandum on real jobs. We'll be talking in fact, earlier on we caught up with uh, uh, the DA's uh, premier candidate here, in Khausty- Khauteng Musimaymani, who's telling us that uh, the march is well and truly underway. But first, uh, Let's uh, start by talking to our reporter uh, Pearl Makubane. Pearl is uh, uh, going, uh, in fact he's uh, walking with uh, the DA members to Bear's No as they are marching there. So Pearl good afternoon to you. Uh, th- there's been an update. It started uh, quite nicely, quietly and uh, it would appear that uh, there have been some developments. What can you tell us?
1: Yes, as I'm speaking to you now we have, the march has reached a gang this way where the DA supporters have been met by angry ANC supporters who literally just threw bricks at them, police retaliated by firing rubber bullets. Now we have the DA crowd standing at the back, towards the 6th Street, and trying to find a solution. They have moved, but we ha- I can see some ANC supporters running to the other side of, of the other street where the police are not there to go <laughs> try and catch up with the DA people. So the police are out into force now trying to you know, track down where exactly these supporters are running to.
0: Jackson Temple of uh, the ANC said earlier on that uh, they haven't seen uh, any bricks and stones being carried by their members, uh, the 3,000 uh, ANC members who are there right now, but uh, to the contrary, indeed, there are stones and bricks.
1: There are stones. There are stones. I'm sitting here talking to you. I will be seeing some pictures of the actual stones and uh, the what looks like a check is Ken, I'm not sure what it is, but it has happened, it happened briefly as the VA members were marching peacefully. Well, they were trying to reassess which situation or which route they should take, which is much safer, waiting for the cops to tell them exactly where to go, but unfortunately the AMC members just caught them off oh guard.
0: Mm. And, and the situation can really get out of hand very fast but uh, talk us through some injuries yet and, and, and damage to property if any
1: as I'm speaking to you all you know, I've not seen any injured person there is uh, emergency vehicles that are driving around and police nullers like I'm saying they're moving to different directs and I'm also trying to walk to where you know there is more people that are running to where there are more uh, supporters. and I'm keeping like, track. I can't see any blue t-shirts at the moment as you can yes, I really mean, you know, at the background, and trying to track down. It is chaotic. There is no formation anymore. We don't know which route they're using anymore as, a, as opposed to just get to Beth And that's where we're expecting to see, uh, you know, some sort of confrontation.
0: Alright, and, and, and how far are you right now? And maybe just talk us through the routes that uh, the, the, the DA had originally planned to, to follow. Uh, and, and if indeed, t- 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 taking into consideration what is happening right now, they'll be able to follow those routes.
1: I am on Route sixty. I'm running down on May. That's where the police vehicles are running to. The DA was supposed to take a route from my town. On to going around, you know, passing uh, ANC headquarters, not making a way close to the headquarters, but unfortunately that hasn't happened. We are on Marshall Street. Okay, quick. Oh. We are on Marshall Street right now, oh. trying to catch up. Okay,
0: do catch up and be safe please uh, Pearl Makubane is our reporter there Who is walking with the, uh, the DA members As they are marching to uh, Beyers No square Square it's, uh, it's not far from the ANC headquarters uh, Luchuli House, uh, Bears No So we'll be uh, catching up with uh, the DA's uh, Premier candidate here in Gauteng But also we're trying to raise uh, Jackson Mtembo of the ANC Who had earlier said that uh, they have not Or at least when he was uh, talking uh, about an hour ago saying that they've not seen any of their members carrying uh, stones and bricks there but uh, as you heard from uh, our reporter there, uh, Pearl Makubana saying that uh, they've been uh, throwing off uh, stones and bricks uh, they, We he, she has not seen any evidence of anyone injured uh, and, and damaged property yet but uh, she'll update us a, a little later on. It's uh, The is march to uh, the Bears No DS Square and uh, that march is uh, on jobs and uh, let's go now to uh, our reporter Noma Bolane, who is at uh, Lutuli House. Noma, good afternoon to you. Hi, Mongi. What can you tell us? What is happening outside Lutuli House?
2: Um, it's not just outside Lutuli House. Uh, to put the, the listeners in, in perspective, Lutuli House is um, directly opposite Bayes Square, where the GA is supposed to come, um, you know, for their march. So the, about 5,000 members are occupying the entire precinct, which includes Tower Street in front of Lutuli House, President Street, which is adjacent to the President's death square, as well as the library gardens, as well as moving um, outwards, which is towards Marshall Street, where the DA march is coming from. There's a lot of people. Um, ANC marchers are also carrying brick stones, as well as sticks. Um, there's heavy uh, police security in around this precinct. So we're hoping that there won't be any violence um, between the two parties. Um, ANC leadership... Uh, Um, Treasurer Zelensky, as well as the Deputy Secretary General, Jesse, to came around, trying to contain their members within the um, specified area in order to ensure that uh, everything is safe.
0: Occupying that precinct at the moment is the ANC supporters, is is that what you're telling us? Yes. All right. So, and and that present. This is where now the 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 DA will make their final stop. W- will they be able yes. then to pass through with the five thousand strong ANC members who are there now?
2: We we we're waiting to see that because the the ANC members are exactly at the point where the ANC is supposed to make their final stop. They have basically taken over Plaasnaarder Square, and um, it seems as if they're willing to. To meet with um, the DA before they even arrive at this point, I see some people actually moving towards um, the the blueness that we see up ahead.
0: Mm. From where you're standing, can you see anybody who's uh, carrying uh, bricks and stones and any anything really? That, oh that
2: yes, would... no people have been carrying bricks the whole morning. Actually, they've been collecting it in around the city. Some of them are pulling the bricks from the pavement. So just something that they're walking around with their house and the fact that they're carrying. And these makeshift weapons, they're saying they're ready to fight. They're here to defend the city house, and they say that it's wrong for the GA to come march, um against, you know, to, to much to the city house, even though they are, they, they did move it to Bernard Square, Um, to what they called Helen Zula, uh, a hooligan for, you know, for trying to do, um this march, and saying that it was the end. Support for a multi-party state, and you know they shouldn't be intimidated by you know by by the ANC, and that they will not stand out before this march.
0: And what is the ANC leadership saying about this? Because really, it would appear that things are fast getting out of hand.
2: They have been trying to contain their members. They're saying that they're not. They're going to try and make sure they take full responsibility of what happens today. So they have been walking around pulling the people closer into the designated area. There's barbed wire that's supposed to be caught in, supposed to have caught in the area where the members are supposed to stay. But there's just so many of them that, you know, there is that problem.
0: Thank you very much, uh, noma Bolane, our reporter at uh, the Lutuli House uh, ANC headquarters in Johannesburg and, of course, that whole precinct uh, going as far as uh, bears no deer. That's where the DA will make their final stop. They are marching for what they call real jobs. And, uh, of course, uh, earlier on we caught up with uh, uh, the DA's uh, premier candidate, uh, Musi Maimane. We'll be going back to Musi Maimane shortly. But let's talk to uh, Mr. Jackson Ntembu of uh, the ANC. Mr. Tembo afternoon to you.
3: Uh, Good afternoon sir, and thank you to your listeners as well.
0: What can you tell us about uh, the the DA's march, but also what can you tell us about how the ANC has prepared for this march?
3: Well, first of all, you know that we were in court early this morning, uh, because the, the DA, in its march, it will be marching with a private security company, in our view, a company that is armed to the teeth. Secondly, that will be wearing helmets, according to them. Uh, that will be having batons and also having shields. We are also, the DA has also confirmed that they have also reserved spaces in uh, Mill Park Hospital. Now, you, you do all those things if you are on a war footing. The posture of the DA necessitated that we go to court and ask the court for a protection of the ANC staff and protection of the Luturi House ANC headquarters.
0: And the DA's posture also, did it necessitate that the ANC members carry bricks and stones as we hear right now and started throwing those stones as we heard from our reporter but also seeing visuals coming through from television as we speak?
3: First of all, we we condemn any behavior that is not becoming like behavior of that nature. We are speaking to our people, all of them, where we are. Those who are carrying bricks, we have told them that this is not a brick throwing event. We are here to defend our headquarters. Indeed, they have listened to us. By the way, nobody, not even a single member of the DA, has suffered. A a brick on his forehead or anywhere else So we can confirm that Nobody has been thrown with a brick By any ANC member Mm. Those who are carrying bricks who are saying to them Indeed they are also very few and isolated We have asked them not to carry bricks And not to do anything That will be unbecoming in this event But of course on and on Members of the ANC came around The AMC, Lutuli House, to protect their building on hearing of the security threat Mm. to Lutuli House and to the staff at Lutuli House. They therefore decided to come and defend their headquarters. I think it's understandable.
0: And and Mr. Mtebu, you're saying that uh, really it's it's your duty to protect your headquarters, protect your members and protect your assets. That is given and and of course understood as you put it. But uh, really, is, is this... a sign of things to come then as we build up to the elections but also what does this then do to the image of South Africa abroad for people who are watching the two leading parties in this country at each other's throat like this?
3: Well probably that's the question we should have directed to the DA when the DA started with this notion of marching to the ANC headquarters we advised through the Secretary General on this uh, decision, that it is ill-informed and uh, it will not assist us as a country to move forward, because we know what happens when parties march to one another. The the, the result under normal circumstances is conflict. Mm. So we told them right from the onset. They agreed with us, by the way. The outgoing leadership of the DA agreed that this was decision. They said that they will stick to their leadership, but of course they could not convince their leader, Helen Zille to force this march. So indeed, it's a question you must ask from the DA. In our view, for parties to march against one another is not helpful. We have not marched to any party. When we march at the ANC, we march to government offices. We think the DA should do the same instead of marching to ANC offices, in our view, it's not helpful. It's ill-informed, it's dangerous, and it's risky. All
0: right. The, the, uh, finally, Mr. Chamber, the, the DA applied uh, for this uh, for this match, and they were granted permission. So, which is why they are marching. You've got about 5,000 ANC members there. Did you apply for for them to gather there? Uh, police are saying that that uh, gathering is illegal by ANC.
3: Very unfortunate, but you will understand that when your house. Is under siege. And your, uh, your, your, your kids are under threat. Your entire family will come to defend your house. Uh, that, that's what happened when our members heard that the DA was coming with armed security, uh, have organized the uh, places at Mill Park Hospital, and uh, they are coming with shields, with uh, batons, what came first in the minds of our members was, whoa, Lutuli House is under siege. Okay. Can we go and protect it? Indeed, we are not saying it is correct to gather illegally, but the circumstances warranted it that our members come here to defend their headquarters. But, but that's why as when well we went to court, because okay. we respect our laws, right. that's why we went to court to ask for a protecting order from our court.
0: Jackson Temu, spokesperson for the ANC. Thank you very much. Edna Mamonyane is the spokesperson for the Johannesburg Metropolis Police Department. Good afternoon to you, ma'am.
4: Good afternoon to you too.
0: Bring us up to speed with what is happening in the Johannesburg CBD.
4: Oh, well, at the moment there's uh, there's quite a lot of uh, of things happening. Um the the DA has actually started moving back to the transport hub in Westgate. Uh, but um, a lot of the ANC supporters were spreading. They went um, throughout the town and, and they were quite hectic all over uh, town, wanting the DA supporters. But uh, the police are, are busy trying to protect the DA, that, that no 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 um, uh, casualties should happen.
0: You're saying they they are going back to the Westgate transport hub. Are they retreating or are they changing their route?
4: No, they, we have changed the route. They were already done with uh, uh, the, the march. Um, they, they, they have been addressed and the march uh, at the moment is going back to the transport hub to, to, they are going to disperse
0: They're going to disperse, so they're no longer going to uh, the Bears no deer Square.
4: No, we, 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 we're not going there anymore And uh, the DA supporters and their leaders did understand that uh, they didn't want confrontation So they agreed to move uh, back to the uh, transport hub
0: Confrontation has happened already We heard of uh, uh, stone throwing and, and bricks throwing and uh, uh, some property Well, at least no, no update on that uh, and, and people injured But uh, we hear of uh, gunshots as well Can you confirm this? What can you tell us about that?
4: Um, at the moment, where I am, you know, what we're trying to uh, look through the the whole city and make sure that um, we we try and protect as as much as we possibly can um, the, the 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 people, the businesses, the the other matches and everything. But uh, we just have a problem of a a few number of of uh, ANC supporters that are just. Uh, running throughout the streets in the city and trying just to get that confrontation. Uh But we, we, we at least having a, a bit of understanding from the DA supporters. Mm. They are just trying to move away and just go back to the transport hub. And
0: and and uh, how many people are we talking about here from from both the the, the DA and and uh, and the ANC? You NC? could
4: look at about six between ANC uh, between six and eight. Um, the DA probably around five, five to six, mm. um, the, the, the numbers of people. So it's quite a big numbers from both parties that are here.
0: In, indeed. And and I asked this question uh, to Jackson Tembo, and I'm asking you again. The, the, the DA has permission to march, and, and the ANC has, has not got, had gotten permission to, to be there. So they are gathering illegally. What are you going to do about it?
4: Uh, oh, and at this stage, we try trying to deal with the situation that we have, uh, uh at, on our hands. And after this, obviously, the, um, the people that are dealing with, uh, the events that give permission and whatever, they obviously will have, uh, to, um, then engage with, uh, the, the, um, the leadership or organizers, um, of the, the SP uh, supporters.
0: Alright, we thank you very much Edna Mamounia, and a spokesperson for the Johannesburg metropolis department at 26 minutes past 12. This is Midday Live SAFM 104 to 107. Earlier we caught up with uh, Musi Maimane, he speaks for the DN also he is a Gauteng Premier uh, candidate for that organization and I must uh, say that uh, he had to drop the phone because the match was starting at, the, at that particular time so we didn't get to finish uh, the interview itself but uh, just a snippet of what uh, we spoke about.
5: We've had 6,000 people who have gathered here at Westgate. We're preparing to get on the road to march towards the Tuli House so that we can go communicate the issue about real jobs, 6 million of them.
0: And really at the heart of your march, yes, it's jobs, but can you elaborate?
5: At the heart of our march is about saying, President Jacob Zuma made a pronouncement that we need EPWP work, or 6 million job opportunities. What we are simply here to say is that we need to grow the economy at 8%. We need to ensure that small businesses thrive, and ultimately, when we do that, and we grow the economy at 8%, we will have unemployment in the, in a short space of time.
0: And uh, the government cities in Cape Town and uh, Tswane, Pretoria, why Johannesburg, why Luchuli House?
5: Because this is, this is a manifesto of the ANC. It's not a government program. It was a pronouncement that the president made at the ANC's manifesto launch. Therefore, it becomes critical for us to be able to put the point on the table about how uh, that manifesto is misleading South Africa.
0: But uh, this manifesto that you're referring to has just been released. Are you not going to give the ANC government time then to implement uh, the manifesto that was uh, announced a few, a few weeks ago?
5: This is about, in fact, the issue here when we talk about job opportunities that, uh, that in fact, it, is, it, is, it must be about the fact that uh, the manifesto will be given time to operate.
0: That's a uh, Musi Maimane, spokesperson for the Democratic Alliance, is also houting premier candidate there. And uh, as I indicated, he dropped the phone because he the match was starting, so we didn't get to finish that interview. We'll try and get him back. We can see he's uh, on stage right now dancing, and and I'm sure the DA will be satisfied with this. But also the the ANC as well, saying that uh, they are there uh, to uh, protect their headquarters, to protect their members, and of course to protect their assets and um, Stimtempo, saying that uh, if you under attack, really, uh, you do whatever it takes to, to protect your own. And uh, as I was asking the question uh, about uh, getting permission to gather there at the ANC. Sanjay Maharaj uh, on uh, Twitter saying that uh, uh, ANC reaction to DA News March is gross overreaction and shows serious insecurities. This would never have happened in Mandela's time. And Devzama saying that uh, at uh, midday live, well, I'm, uh, I'm an EFF member just observing childish Politics between ANC and the DA uh, Just some of the tweets coming through And uh, this one, uh, I've been meaning To read this one uh, since yesterday Talking about uh, that Ad Employment Index uh, that uh, Jimmy Mbeg Was saying that, uh, that those estimates uh, Let me see, it's disappearing now Estimates have no statistical Precision, its figures uh uh, are neither reliable nor credible. And uh, Chablani Zulu saying that Ebongi SA has lost it. Instead of listening to the issues of ordinary SA, they plant the overthrown, uh, or they plan to overthrow uh, each other. Uh, this is uh, uh, repugnant, says uh, Chablani Zulu then. Uh, on uh, Twitter. I'll be reading your SMSs as well. 34701 is the number to dial. We heard the DA now uh, are retreating. They're going back to Westgate Transport Hub. They're no longer going to uh, the Bears No Square because of uh, the situation that is erupting there. And uh, Edna Mamuniane, the of the police in Johannesburg confirming indeed that uh, they are going back now uh, to the Westgate uh, Transport Hub. Some SMSs, this current ANC leadership is a shame to a democracy uh, that's uh, See, see them, and uh, the DA's uh, misguided march should have been directed to government institution. DA must take responsibility for any injuries, says uh, Nati uh, from uh, Durban. All right, I'll be reading some of your SMSs coming through. Three four zero one, make it uh, three four seven zero one is the number. It's at twelve thirty now, and it's time for the news headlines. Sir Saku, afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Bongi. The headline said 12.30, chaos has erupted in the Johannesburg CBD where police have used rubber bullets to control thousands of ANC and DA members who threw stones at each other. This as the DA embarks on a jobs march. The suspended COSATU General Secretary, Zuelinzema Vavi, says he has resigned himself to the possibility of being dismissed from the Labour Federation. Vavi says there are people who are determined to make sure that he doesn't return to COSATU. And forecasters are warning that areas in southern Britain already affected by flooding could see a month's worth of rain in the coming days after weeks of storms. Details at 1 o'clock. Midday Live on
6: SAFM, 104 to
0: 107. It's uh, 29 minutes to 1. This is uh, Midday Live, SAFM 104 to 107, roundabout this time every day Monday to Friday. We talk to Shadow Trawler to give us a sense of uh, what uh, is coming up between 1 and 2. And otherwise, Shadow, on a day like this, really, one would be enjoying fantastic cricket between South Africa and Australia. But I guess politics also is very important. Uh, a DA and uh, ANC really at uh, each other's throats there. Anyway, otherwise... What's coming up between one and two?
7: And that's why you need to listen to otherwise. Just (laughs) take a break away from all of that. (laughs) Ah, I
0: need to indeed.
7: (laughs) Yeah, you take a break during lunchtime and just really listen to my lunch bites and listen to me talking about children. Are your children exposed to the Internet or or computers or the the, the net itself, worldwide web?
0: I I try to limit it because I I know I can't police them all the time, but uh, I try to limit it.
7: Well, um, yesterday was an anniversary of the Safer Internet Day movement by Google and its partners. And just as children are taught to be street smart to recognize dangers and avoid risks in the real world, they have to be cyber smart to avoid dangers when online. So we find out how with Baris Gaidi from the Film and Publications Board. And then there's a teacher who's in fact a principal who's founded what is called uh, EdChat, a Twitter chat specifically aimed at school teachers that should be interesting to find out how it works
0: indeed we'll be listening between one and two here on sfm 104 to 107 great radio indeed uh, still to come and uh, natalie jimanos haven't had a chance to look at what's happening uh, at the cricket what can you tell us
8: well at the moment it is lunchtime on day one and Australia find themselves 83 for three and that's after 27 overs were bowled in the first session of day one. They've lost the three wickets of David Warner, Chris Rogers and Alex Doolan the debutante. David Warner was the first to go bowled by Dale Steyn for 12 from 16 playing onto his thumbs in the end hit two fours and was gone with the score on 15. Chris Rogers then was caught by J.P. Duminy, a very good catcher at short square leg, diving to his right hand side and plucking it under the air just before it hit the ground and that was all the bowling of morning walker we'll he made 4 from 19 and was at the place for 37 minutes Alex Doolin the debutante, hits hit 27 from 51 with 5 balls and was caught by Robin Peterson off the bowling of Ryan McLaren who's into the side after Jacques Callis retired from international cricket so 83 for 3 is the score from Australia's point of view at lunchtime South Africa won the toss chose to field first and so far it's been a very good decision with Dale Steyn bowling 6 overs 1 for 23 Bernard Verlander, eight overs for 19 runs only. Mourne Morkles picked up one for 20 in six overs at Eastbold. Ryan McLaren has one for eight in five overs, including two maidens. And Robin Peterson, Bob, just two overs for seven. Matty Jumanis for SAFM Sports.
6: Midday Live on SAFM, 104 to 107.
0: Thank you very much. Naturally, I hear people talk uh, of uh, Australia rebuilding, looking good, and so on and so on. They were playing England. I mean, really, they were playing England. That's why they won 5-0. They are playing champions, the leaders, number one test side in the world, South Africa. That's why they are 83-for-3 at lunchtime. We should look at it that way. 25 minutes to one. This is a uh, midday live SFM 104 to 107. Let's go through some of uh, your tweets and SMSs. Uh, I'm at Lituli House to defend our movement. We do not want bourgeoisies here from Pilan in Soweto. And this one, blacks will fight each other. That's what uh, DA wants. Uh, that's at uh, Lungisa in Stellenbosch. And uh, DA done nothing wrong. Only NC must take a memorandum. That's all from um, Togo in KwaZulu-Natal. And every time when the DA marches, then the ANC organizes their members to defend themselves. Why? Because DA is bringing a memorandum schoolboy in uh, Lindenburg there. And uh, this one, the so-called march by the DA, is a testimony that uh, they have uh, uh, run out of ideas. The very same DA has failed the people of the Western Cape here. We are. Let them come from Khatla, uh, Marcus. to some of uh, your SMSs. It's uh, 25 minutes uh, to 1. The UN Secretary General has expressed his great shock at reports of yet another massacre in Syria. Reports suggest that 42 women, children, and elderly people were slaughtered in the central government aligned town of Man, uh, purportedly by terrorist groups operating in the country. This, as a second round of uh, peace talks, resumed in Geneva, where the UN's chief mediator urged the main parties to speed up their deliberations. Showing
9: Bryce Peace reports Lakhdar Brahimi described the beginning of round two as laborious, admitting they're not making much progress in the peace talks.
10: One of your colleagues said I had tons of patience, uh, and I confirm that I do, but the Syrian people don't have that much patience. Uh, and we all owe it to them. We all owe it to the Syrian people to move a little bit faster than we are, than, than we are doing. I'm urging everybody to speed up, except those who kill people. They speak.
9: UN efforts have seen a precarious ceasefire in the besieged city of Homs extended for three days where hundreds of civilians have been evacuated, while massacres continue elsewhere, as UN spokesperson Martin Neserky explains.
11: The Secretary General condemns in the strongest terms all violence against civilians and calls for the perpetrators
0: of this massacre and all other crimes in Syria to be brought to justice such horrific incidents should be a reminder to all of the urgency of ending the conflict and launching a political transition towards a new syria where all people and
9: communities are guaranteed protection rights and freedoms the u.n security council is considering a draft resolution that would demand all parties particularly the syrian government immediately end sieges of certain towns to allow for greater humanitarian access Russia has already indicated its opposition. While the talks in Geneva continue to push for a transitional government in the country, but Brahimi explains this is no easy task.
10: I'm not sure whether I can impose an agenda on people who don't want to, you know, how can you put a gun on on their heads? You know, it is their country. This is a huge responsibility they have. Uh, They come here... At the initiative of Russia and America with the support I think of the entire world and everybody is looking at them, most of all the people of Syria I think we know a little bit what the people of Syria are thinking. The people of Syria are saying, please get something going uh, that will stop this nightmare and, and this injustice that is inflicted on the Syrian people They'll have to listen at some stage, and the earlier the better.
9: The sentiment is less optimistic regarding the peace talks in Geneva, and massacres like the one in the town of Mann creates that much less goodwill between the two main sides. The chief mediator, Lakta Brahimi, is expected in New York in the coming days to brief the Secretary-General in person about progress, or perhaps a lack thereof, in his mediation efforts. I'm Shervin
0: Brycebees in New York and there's some tweets and uh, sms's on uh, what's happening in downtown Johannesburg at uh, the Bears No Deer Precinct there uh, Ibrahim Fakir tweeting by reacting over sensitively and unconf- unconfidently to the DA the NC comes across as reactionary and uh, reactive not progressive and agenda setting uh, at uh, DA March there it's uh, 20 minutes to 1 the financial health of many businesses in South Africa is more stable this is reflected in the business debt index or BDI released by Experian South Africa and Econometrics the BDI is an indicator of the overall health of businesses as well as uh, the South African economy it also reflects the state of businesses debt-paying abilities as Mrafet tells us
12: although the index indicates that most businesses are doing well it also indicates that there's relative lack of confidence amongst businesses which seem to be more risk averse chief economist at econometrics dr azaz jamin says this has resulted in businesses refraining from undertaking substantial capital investment
11: part of the reason why businesses are in relatively sound financial position is maybe precisely because they have not been investing much on the basis of their lack of confidence in the longer-term outlook of the economy, something the government has frequently criticized them for, lack of investment. And this has probably contributed towards businesses in recent years saying, well, this economy is going nowhere fast, therefore what we need to do is just ensure our survival by building up uh, cash balances, reducing our workforce to a viable level.
12: The index also measures the ability of businesses to pay their debt on time and tracks economic indicators that may impact on the ability of companies to pay their creditors. It highlighted that there is evidence that businesses are not under stress and continue to overshoot growth in corporate taxation compared with government's budget. David Coleman is the head of analytics at Experian.
11: More businesses are paying their debt sooner. Further support to the, the stable outlook currently is that if you look at the tax revenue that's being um, generated by government, it's actually overshooting the budget. Furthermore, there's um, signs of proving momentum from the global economy, which bodes well for some of the sectors in the economy with the depreciating RAND. With the RAND depreciating, though, um, we see some inflationary buildup, um, which is not currently reflected in the index.
12: There are growing signs that the global economy is picking up some momentum. Given the high correlation between the growth of South Africa's economy and the growth of the world economy, Jamin maintains that the improved growth should augur well for some improvement in the domestic economy and local business conditions. However, he says government needs to be more supportive.
11: What is really needed here is leadership at the government level to encourage businesses to start believing in the long-term future of this country. If we look at the growth in the year to date, the first nine months of the 2013-14 fiscal year so far, the uh, growth in revenue collections has actually been running higher than what the government projected. Yet if you look at the breakdown of the sources of that government revenue, you see that indeed on the spending side in terms of collections like from VAT, fuel levy, excise duties and the like, a revenue is running short of budget. Whereas in contrast, growth in revenue from personal tax and especially company tax has been exceeding budget.
0: And uh, that report by uh, Musi. Uh, no, it's not Musi Maimane. It's Tabani. Musi Maimane is on the line for us. He's a DA spokesperson and housing premier candidate. We spoke to you earlier on uh, Mr. Maimane, and uh, I, I indicated that uh, you, you had to cut that interview short because the match was starting. At that time, the idea was to go to uh, the Bears No. Square, but uh, yeah. the police have, have told you that it's too dangerous there. Go back. Talk us through what is happening right now.
5: Well, we, we got as far as President Street, and when we were there, the ANC clearly gave an instruction for their marchers who were gathered illegally to charge on the DA marchers. And so it's an indicator of the fact that uh, as we were standing there, charging marchers came towards us, and in fact we had to deviate the plan, move away so that our marchers can be saved. It is very clear, in fact, that the ANC has long forgotten about the... Democracy, the principle that Nelson Mandela stood for, but instead are committed to saying anyone who seeks to oppose them, they will meet them with the seat in the streets as they, they promised and in fact attack us. So it's takes clear to me that this is a political party that's lost ideas about how we create jobs, but instead is committed to fighting opposition parties.
0: So, where are you right now? So, what is going to happen because your plan has since changed?
5: Well, we are now holding a, a, a rally outside back where the meeting point was, so we can speak, so we can speak to our voters, so that we can, in fact, make sure that our message about real jobs is not one that is lost. Because at the end of the day, the debate here is not about us confronting the ANC, it's about making sure that 6 million jobs are delivered here in Toronto.
0: And I was still asking you a question, really. You were referring to the ANC's manifesto. And I was asking, why not give this manifesto a chance, really? Because it was just announced a few weeks ago. Well, to argue
5: that we must give it a chance, we've given it a chance. President Zuma in 2009 promised 5 million jobs. He lost 1.4 million along the way. Now he's promising 6 million job opportunities. How much longer should we be giving... This government that is in fact has failed to deliver on its mandate of creating jobs. We can't sustain that model.
0: Mm. But, but can you only blame it, uh, South Africa really for losing jobs? Because it, it would appear that it's happening globally. Uh, economies are, are not doing well across the world. They're not growing b- beyond 5%, most of them.
5: No, that's, that's, that's not accurate. In Africa, the average of growth is between 5 and 6%. Our performance as an African country, is sometimes at 1%, 2%. These are mediocre numbers if we want to create jobs. Mm. In fact, what we must do is maybe uh, think like Africans. Make sure that we learn from other African countries that are growing their economies and ultimately make sure that we grow. We grow this economy at 8% in order for us to have unemployment. The issue that we've seen, policy uncertainty, we've seen an ANC that's literally uh, at odds with itself at the expense of South Africa. We can't afford
9: that. Uh,
0: Alright, so, so this March now will, will, will do what? You, you It's just to highlight really or are you going to be uh, putting forward strict targets that you would like to see the government adhering to? Uh,
5: absolutely, on the 24th year we, we will be laying out a plan that in fact addresses the issue of how we create jobs. Furthermore we will continue the struggle for, the, for, for, for job creation because we believe that uh, South Africans we cannot claim uh, the full fruit of freedom unless people are finding way. So that struggle must continue. We must make sure we advance on the on the foundation that President Nelson Mandela and President Mbeki built on and, and continue from there and hand the pattern to a party that will take us forward.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Musi Maiman, uh, spokesperson for the Democratic Alliance, and uh, that party's uh, Gauteng Premier candidate. Uh, at Ellis underscore Miandu tweets sporadic looting of shops in downtown Johannesburg as ANC supporters await arrival of a DA marchers there. Uh, just uh, some of the tweets uh, that are coming through. And uh, it's uh, 13 minutes now to one. And with that, we give you your lunchtime market updates.
11: Today's JSE report is brought to you by Telcom Business. Convergence. One solution, one service provider. Telcom Business.
0: And I guess the markets will be watching uh, uh, the developments in uh, Johannesburg between the DA and the ANC there. Uh, Prandana Nadu of uh, Sasfin Securities, how are we looking so far?
13: Good afternoon, Bangi. Well, global markets are strong this morning with European stocks rising for a sixth day, posting their longest winning streak for the year. Adding to the upbeat data, Mood are positive corporate earnings out of Eurozone, along with with official Chinese data that showed overseas shipments surged 10.6% year-on-year in January. Bongi, a lot happened in the U.S. overnight, leading to the S&P 500 gaining over 1%. The Fed committed to sticking with their stimulus program, allowing investors, especially those in emerging markets, to breathe a sigh of relief. U.S. lawmakers also passed a bill to raise the debt ceiling and avert another painful government shutdown. Locally, the JSE is trading higher, with the RAN strengthening to below ten Rand to the uh, to the dollar as risk appetite improves. In corporate news, Discovery released a trading statement advising shareholders that normalised headline earnings per share for the six months end of December is expected to be between fifteen and twenty five percent higher. Looking at the local indices, we've got the gold index up 4.3%, resources 10 index up 2%, industrial 25 index up 0.6%, and the financials index up 1%. Overall, the market is up 500 points to 46,370. Stocks on the move today. African Bank up 5% to 9 rand 83. Gold up 4.7% to 187 rand and 60 Lonmin up 4.2% to 60 rand and 60 cents. On the downside, we've got JD Group down 6.7% to 22 rand and Taste Holdings down 3.7% to 3 60. And Tiger Brands down 2.5% to 251 rand.
0: Please give us your latest market indicators.
13: Gold is currently trading at $1,287 an ounce, platinum $1,398 an ounce, Brent crude $108 a barrel, and finally, the Rand is trading at 10 95 to the dollar, eighteen oh six to the pound, and fourteen ninety-five to the euro.
0: Thank you very much, Pramdan Naidu of Sasfin Securities. This feature was brought to you by Telcom Business. Talk
11: to Telcom Business about getting you on the journey to convergence with a tailor-made solution. Telcom Business.
6: Marilyn, I need a non automated, hand operated ink dispenser for the objective of on paper documentation.
13: A pen, sir? Yes,
6: that's the word I was looking
11: for. Using several words when one will get the job done doesn't make sense. Neither does using several providers when you can get voice, mobile, fixed, data, cloud, and IT from one service provider. Call 10217, click telcom.co.za forward slash business, or visit a Telcom Direct store and get a tailor made solution. Convergence, one solution, one service provider. Telcom Business.
6: Midday Live on SAFM, 104 to 107.
0: The University of Johannesburg's South African Research Chair in Social Change has just released the findings uh, on their research into the relationship between protests and elections. This says South Africa is engulfed in uh, often violent protests against poor service delivery. A recent report released by Gauteng's provincial commissioner, Lesesha Motiba, revealed that more than 500 service delivery protests had been reported in Gauteng alone. Over the past three months and about a quarter of these turned violent Joining us on the line right now to tell us more about the report is the co-author And uh, director of uh, South African Research Chair in uh, Social Change at the University of Johannesburg Professor Peter Alexander, it's good to have you on the line, Professor Good afternoon
6: And good afternoon and to your listeners too
0: Let's talk about, about this report, what were your findings?
6: Um, well the, fi- the findings are based on research that's been conducted over a period of uh, five years it's both qualitative and quantitative research, and we have a d- database of well over two thousand protests for which we know as the, um, uh, the date and the date and the place of of um, of the re- of the protest now you were raising in your introduction the question of uh, elections, and one of the mm. things that we can show um, is that there is no that's clear cool between numbers of protests and elections. So in 2009, in the general election, the protests increased very markedly after the election, not before the election. With the 2011 election results, uh, there were a number of protests before and a number after, um, and there were similar numbers in, in both cases. Um, so we shouldn't assume that the, that the protests are going to go up rapidly before this election, uh, and we can't move out the possibility that they will go up rapidly after the election. But that's just one of the findings.
0: A, a, a very interesting, because uh, generally some people think that these elections, the, 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 these protests that we're seeing, really are as a result of uh, the, the, the elections, and everyone really is, is jostling for uh, to be seen, to be to be doing something or not others. But it's surprising that uh, there is no relation, there is at least no clear relationship. Then,
6: that's right in terms of uh, the historical experience of elections. Now, it may be that something has changed in South Africa, and it may be that perhaps there are more protests at the moment before because of the elections, but there's no evidence that that is the case. Uh, I think what is happening is, um, on the basis of our qualitative interviews, many people are experiencing a gap between what uh, they are told should be their living standards and the benefits that they might get from voting for this or that party, and the lived experience that they have, which is one of the very considerable poverty in, in most of these cases that we're looking at where there have been protests.
0: Mm. And and is is that then that gap that is uh, driving these uh, protests that we see every day and also most of them flaring up uh, and, and really be becoming violent?
6: Well, there are a number of reasons why protests become violent, but two importantly. One is that people have become frustrated because they've tried other means of uh, dealing with the problems that they face, whether those problems have to do with housing, which is a very common issue, electricity, water and sanitation, and and so on. And and they go through writing letters, um, having meetings with council officials, uh, providing memorandum, uh, organising a peaceful protest through official means, and so on. But it's when these things don't succeed that they then involve themselves in protests which might, in the end, become violent. But whether or not they become violent is often determined by a particular trigger. It may be that the uh, police or individual police officers act in an irresponsible manner. Very recently, we saw the red ants provoking uh, trouble in in Beckerstahl. In some other instances, it's a particular individual, perhaps a councillor, acting in an extremely arrogant uh, manner. But when people are are frustrated already, uh, there can be these small triggers uh, which spur on uh, violent protests.
0: Okay, we're going to have to leave it at that for now, Uh, Professor Peter Alexander of uh, the uh, Johannesburg University there. I think we need to talk some more about this and see how leaders then, uh, or leadership, uh, react to uh, these violent protests. It's a five to one, right?